blue, but then I decided on orange because it just it's the best color that looks on me. Really? Yeah, I think so. You look good in orange. I think so. You should have worn orange today. Well, this is my work shirt. (laughs) Otherwise, I might have. You're going to have to talk to your boss and uh, request that they change their company colors to (laughs) orange. Yeah. It's like a a deep burnt orange. A deep burnt orange. Would you drive like a a burnt orange Corvette? Oh, yeah. yeah. 100%. Yeah? Oh, yeah. When I was younger, I always thought that was like the nicest looking car. It really is. It yeah. is so beautiful. So good. Especially the new ones. They've done a good job. They have done a good job. Yeah. Again, I feel, I feel like it kind of dropped off a little bit. Yeah, they were, like, they were like nice in the 70s, nice in the 80s, and then like 90s to early 2000s, kind of just, just like... Trash. Yeah, just really bad. Yeah, yeah. Same, no, the new ones are nice though. Yeah. Same thing happened with the, uh, the Pontiac Firebird. Oh, dude. Well, I mean, now. yeah, yeah, yeah. They they did bring the Firebird back as like a like a I don't know, like a rebirth or whatever in 2015, mm-hmm. um, and the model they brought out was like it was like nice, yeah. But it was just kind of like kind of looked the same as like a Camaro or Corvette or like or oh, you know like a Camaro, anything. same Camaro body sort of thing. It doesn't yeah. wasn't everything special, yeah. But Which is, I mean, they just put a different name on it. Yeah, <laughs> that's too bad. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, so yeah, I kind of explained a little bit to you about how this is, how this worked. Yeah. I just asked you questions. Did you have a chance to listen to any of the episodes? I think I did a little bit, like when we first talked about it. Yeah, um, that was a few weeks ago. That was that was a little while yeah, ago. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, basically, I ask you questions about your life. Okay. Um, and ask you questions about you. I've I've known you for two, two, three, three years. Three, probably. Th- about three years. Yeah. Three years. And and I don't actually know you all that well. Actually. Yeah, we've hung out a few times, but I feel like yeah. I still don't know about your backstory. You yeah, know? that's and fair. I think that's because we have we have like a fair amount of mutual friends that mm-hmm. we were both really close with. Yeah, but you and I never like became best buds. Kind of. Yeah, no, we were like we were like uh, we were like hanging out after um, institute and like that sort of thing, but yeah. we never really like and we hung out like with other people at other people's houses, but we never really like got together and like yeah yeah do anything but yeah it was it's it's never been just you and i yeah so now this is our opportunity this is my opportunity to get to know you a little bit perfect uh so let's start with how we know each other is is do you know when we met we would have met do you know because i don't really have a clear date i feel like we probably met playing battle Uno. i think we did I think that's probably how it happened. That's I, I would almost guarantee that's how it happened. Yeah. yeah. We, we'd play after Institute. Yeah. On, you know, whatever night it was, Thursday night or Wednesday Yeah, whatever night. night. Yeah. And uh, I think that's probably how I first encountered you. I think so. Now, all of those memories, very painful. <laughs> um, so I don't remember any specific moment where, where I met you. But yeah. I knew you first then by your battle name, probably. Probably. Which yeah. I don't remember and which we won't disclose yes. here because that is, that is sacred my, that territory. Is exactly. We disclose our battle Uno <laughs> name. And, although actually most most people know my battle Uno name. Yeah. I actually I I'm sure I would remember it, but I, I can't I can't figure if, it out. I, I only out remember the one that Kenrick gave you afterwards. Oh yeah. Yeah. Kenrick, uh, <laughs> 
I'll yeah, tell you. Yeah, we'll talk, we'll talk about it afterwards. Um, so, so, yeah, okay, so we met playing Badalino and stuff, yeah. and, and we had a fair amount of mutual friends. You and mm-hmm. I are both pretty close with Mitch. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's <laughs> kind of most of the times that we ever hung out. Yeah, was, it would have been. was through Mitch. Yeah. Um, and so, so tell me a little bit about you. Where, where were you born? I was born in the Lethbridge Hospital, but we lived in McGrath. Oh, yeah. Okay, so really? I, yeah, I lived in, in McGrath until uh, f- I was about one and a half, maybe two. Yeah. Uh, and then we moved up to a town just west of Edmonton called Spruce Grove. Oh, okay. Yeah. We lived there for about 10 years-ish. Yeah. yeah. So moved around a little bit in there. Memories. Yeah. Most of my childhood memories are from, from Spruce Grove. Um, okay. What was it like there? Uh, I mean, I liked it. It was a bit bigger. It's about the same size as the Airdrie. Okay, yeah. And uh, um, I don't know. I, I mean, there wasn't a huge sense of like community in the place. It was kind of just like whatever. But uh, mm. I had my friends and then just kind of hang out with them. And then in 2009, I moved out to Okotoks. Mm-hmm. And right after we moved out, I heard a bunch of stories from like friends that I still had there how it like all of a sudden turned super ghetto and just like awful. Like one of the like uh, uh, middle school teachers got yeah. murdered outside her house. And like in Spruce Grove, in Spruce Grove, it was nuts. I don't know. But yeah, like just some crazy stories like that. And then I was just like, oh, yeah, and what was Oak like? Oak Tokes was really nice. It's yeah. kind of got that almost like a small town feel. Yeah. And so, but it's like big enough so you still can do a little bit of things. It is pretty big, eh? Yeah. So it's grown a lot. It's grown a lot. Yeah. And they're and they're building some new uh, developments and they're still like expanding it. Yeah. And all yeah, that. There are but, lots of new developments going on. Yeah. So what was it what was it like for you cuz I'm assuming when you moved from McGrath you were a baby. Yeah. You know, you had no care you yeah. whatever. Funny story, I actually have some memories of McGrath. Really? Yeah. Like what? Like, I remember running around. We had this giant backyard. Yeah. Tiny, tiny, crappy little house, but giant backyard. Yeah. And I remember chasing my cat around the oh, backyard. Really? Yeah. 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 So just a few little... Yeah, just little, 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 uh, little snippets here and yeah. there, but... Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It's funny what leaks through, right? Yeah, it's interesting. So, so when you moved from Spruce Grove to Oak Toast, mm-hmm. you were... Would you have been 12? Or... I would have been... I would have been 13. 13. Mm-hmm. And so what was... What was that like? Because you probably felt a little bit like Spruce Grove was home. Yeah. Yeah. So I remember the few months um, working up to the move, we were trying to sell our house. And my dad was like commuting from Calgary back to Spruce Grove. And um, I remember like like praying against it. Like I, was like I really, I just did not want to move. Like I have my friends here and it's just like, it's going to be awful. Like I was so upset about it. Mm-hmm. And then just, uh, I like started thinking about it. I, like, I guess I must have matured a little bit over the months. And I was like, you know what? My dad is just like, it's a huge, like a, kind of a long drive to be doing every week or like whatever. And I don't see him as much. Down here, right? mm-hmm, exactly. And so I was just like, um, I don't know. I just, I just started like uh, to relent a little bit. And we finally sold our house and we moved down. And um, I remember meeting a guy. Um, at church. Do you know Matt Shirakawa? No. Okay, he's my roommate now. 
but okay. he was the first person I oh, met in I've, Okotoks. I've, I've met him. Yeah, met him. yeah, you probably I met him. Know him super well. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, but um, yeah, so he was the first person I met in Okotoks in in one of the wards there, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> I don't know, he just made me feel super welcome and like, oh, I'll, I'll look for you at school and you start going to to this to the junior high, and we'll, we'll be buddies and all that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. We didn't end up moving into that ward, so I didn't really, I didn't really see him again until a lot later, like in high school. But, uh, I don't know, that really, like, smoothed the transition, and I met some, like, other good people in the wards that I was in, like, uh, yeah, I won't name drop, but, yeah. yeah, just, like, some some pretty good people, and, uh, I don't know, and, I, I mean, I got over pretty quick, honestly, because yeah. uh, I, um, after I moved in, it was just kind of, like, I had, like, all these friends all of a sudden, and just, like, really good friends, so, I mean, yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, so people people being welcoming in your new home mm-hmm. made the transition yeah easier. oh yeah. yeah yeah that was definitely the biggest thing yeah because I, I mean as a as a teenager it's your friend yeah right yeah that's that's everything yeah yeah and yeah. and i would expect that for most adults it's everything too yeah i mean it couldn't have been easy for your parents no yeah for sure my mom took it super hard when really? i moved out yeah 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 and because just those changes, those little changes are hard, right? Mm-hmm. Well, because my mom was, uh, she had her first kid when she was 18. Oh, okay. And she's had, a, like, she has had children in her house until I moved out. So you're the baby? Well, I, I'm, I'm the second old. My, my younger sister moved out before I did. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, out to Ottawa, but, um, yeah, so she's she's had kids in her house for Oh, geez, coming up on 40, 42 years. Really? Yeah. So it, it was like a huge change okay. to all of a sudden just have be an empty nester. Yeah. 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 So how, um, how, how many siblings do you have then? How many kids are there? Um, well, <laughs> I have uh, three older brothers, uh, three older sisters, and a younger sister. So there's seven kids all together. Um, but like... They're kind of from like different marriages. Okay. Yeah. So my mom, when she was married to her previous husband, had two boys and a girl, and my dad had two girls and a boy, and then oh, they got okay. to they both got divorced and then met each other and then had me and my younger sister. Oh, okay. So there's like a giant age gap between me and the next youngest, but yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But that's a big family. Mm-hmm. Did you enjoy growing up with a big family? Um, I only ever lived with my one older brother until oh. until he moved out when I was about five or six. Yeah. Um, but, uh, it it was nice when they'd all come over for like Christmas or Thanksgiving or whatever and just have like all that, that, uh, big family feeling, right? Yeah. 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 So I guess, um, I'm the second oldest of seven. Oh, okay. So I, I don't have the experience of my siblings are coming over. Yeah. Right. For me, it's, I'm going to my mom's house where some of my siblings still live. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, so, totally so it's kind of the opposite <laughs> yeah. experience in that way. Did you, like, how did you see your older siblings, both, you know, your half-siblings? Um, honestly, like, they kind of felt almost like an aunt or an uncle. Yeah. But they were just, like, a, like, a lot younger than all the rest of my aunts yeah. and uncles. Because, uh, you know, my parents are in their 60s now. Yeah. So, but, it, yeah, it was just kind of weird because... Um, Especially my oldest sister, because she has, uh, she has a son that's uh, eleven months younger than me, oh, wow. and he's nine months older than my younger sister. Yeah, and so he was 
like they would come over all the time um, back when we kind of lived closer and um, we were we were really close they actually lived in our house for a period of time and yeah, yeah he, he felt more like a cousin than a nephew yeah and it was just kind of like yeah it was kind of interesting yeah it's interesting how generations kind of work out like that yeah right? exactly yeah um, so, so were they did you find they were pretty fun to be around was it was it was it a good relationship kind of what was it it was it was good it got better as i got older because they started seeing me more as like their brother rather than like their their nephew or or whatever right okay um because i'd you know i'd I'd interact with them more than than their kids or just like hang out with my sister while we were there and it also depends on the sibling too because we have kind of like a rocky relationship with my dad's um daughters okay and uh um, but when we would go and see like any of my brothers or, or any of that, yeah. um, I don't know, we have a pretty good relationship. I have a really good relationship with, uh, I have two brothers that actually live here in Calgary. Okay. Um, one of them I actually work for. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, so you have that good relationship. You, you said that you, that, that the relationship got better as they started to view you as a brother yeah. rather than a nephew. Yeah. So why why was that better? Why um well kind of yeah. Well well let's let's think let's kind of say it this way. Um they'd when when I was a little kid mm-hmm. um kind of my older older siblings would they would talk to my parents and they'd they'd like talk at me like you would like, like a kid, mm-hmm. um, but they wouldn't, like we never lived together or, or like shared any space or anything like that. And we'd yeah. only see each other in like holidays and that sort of thing. So we didn't really interact all that much. Um, but like, you know, once I learned conversation and could actually like ask them what their life is about and like that sort of thing, then the kind of like the relationship started to become better. Okay. Sort of. Yeah. But, so, so kind of they start seeing you more as more on an equal yeah. kind of level rather than, oh, here's this little kid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? Okay. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. That's yeah. that's interesting because I've had similar thoughts with my younger siblings. Right. Thinking, I feel more like an uncle to them yeah. than, than a brother. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's interesting to hear a younger Like sibling's the other way around, perspective yeah. Perspective on that. Um, so, so you you grew up mostly just you and your little sister in the house then, and you yeah. guys are 20 months apart? Uh, actually, almost 18 months to the day. Almost 18 months to the yeah. day. Holy yeah. cow. We're almost exactly, yeah, like... A year and a half, just about. Yeah. So, and and did you get along pretty well with her? Uh, yeah, most yeah. of the time. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah. You know yeah. how it is like with younger siblings, sisters, right? Yeah, siblings, exactly. You can't, you can't say, yeah, you get along <laughs> flawlessly. Yeah. I mean, we get along super well now because mm-hmm. we don't really see each other much, and yeah. I really miss her honestly. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, no, we we get along really well. We have the same sense of humor. We like, I don't know, it, it almost felt like she was my twin sometimes. Yeah. And uh, yeah, no, we had a pretty good relationship for the last few years. That's awesome. Yeah. So do you? How, how do you find it when uh, when she she's away then with keeping in touch with family who's because you said she lives in Ottawa yeah, yeah yeah she lives out in Ottawa now so I mean I'm really bad for that 
uh, I find it really hard to make an effort to reach out to people that I used to know and kind of have lost contact with. Um, most of, like for instance, like if I know a missionary that goes out, yeah. um, one of my best friends actually, he went out on his mission. I read him. I wrote him probably three times. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know. I'm just really bad at uh, not. I kind of like trying to keep that contact going when they're not right in front of me. Yeah. But yeah. I do like try and message her on Facebook every now and then and see how she's doing and kind of share like a joke that I found or whatever. Yeah. That sort of thing. And you, but, is it an intentional effort that you put in? Yeah. That you say, this is my sister. I need to keep in touch with her. Um, her? Not so much, honestly. Um, it's more like, um, it's more like I'll see something on the internet and I'm like, oh man, Emily would love this. Mm-hmm. I got to send this over to her or like, um, or I'll like all of a sudden think about her and be like, oh man, I hope, I wonder if she found a job or, or that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, it's more less out of, it's less out of duty and more out of just like I'm wanting to, yeah, exactly. That sort of thing. Hmm. That's good. Yeah. That's good. And then how do you find it? So you've moved into Calgary mm-hmm. and your parents still live in Okotoks? Yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, that's a, it's a decent distance. I mean, yeah. you, you live in North Calgary specifically. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's. It's like a, it's like a 45 minute drive. Yeah. 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 And so, uh, what, what has that been like for you? Um, honestly, I don't know. It's kind of just, I mean, I drive a lot for work anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, and a lot of the time it takes me into South Calgary. Um, and sometimes I'll just like, um, realize I need something that they have over there or like I forgot to bring something when I moved or, uh, or something like that. And I'll just like stop by and, and say hi. Uh, and then other times it goes probably a few weeks before I even talk to them all that much. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I like like I said, I I have a bad time like uh, keeping in touch keeping with in touch. with people. It doesn't matter the person, even yeah. if it's my own parents. Yeah. Um, but no, they're I I've um, grown to appreciate them a lot more since I moved out. Yeah. Having to like fend for myself and like oh like oh man I wish. I still had people buying me food and yeah, stuff. Yeah, sent that into the wild. Yeah, exactly. Well, you live in a house with, what, four, three other guys? Four other guys, yeah. Four other guys. And, uh, and how has that been different from living at home? Oh, man. Because you, you were friends with all of these guys before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we, we were all friends before we moved in together, and we thought it was going to be just like a cinch. And I mean, like, it's not bad. Uh, we have, like, a little bit of contention as it is when you're in a house with with people right mm-hmm. um i've noticed a lot of the cleaning doesn't get done a lot of time mm-hmm. and i'm not pointing any fingers because that's a lot to do with me too yeah but we should have roommates confessional yeah, yeah. <laughs> we should yeah, i'm not pointing any fingers <laughs> but you know who it is <laughs> exactly uh but yeah just just like household chores like sweeping and dishes and and stuff like that trying to keep track of your food Mm-hmm. make sure nobody else has eaten it sort of thing um we're pretty good for that but i've, I've noticed a couple of things go missing here and there yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and it's just kind of uh you, you move out because this is your first time living out with roommates yeah and, yeah and i guess you know you're kind of starting to figure it out yeah i guess like, a little bit i mean 
<laughs> sort of. It's a new experience. So yeah, it's a new experience. Out into the wilds of humanity. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you gotta go to your own grocery shopping. Wait, what? What? I don't know how to do that. How do I? Where's the on <laughs> button for this? <laughs> yeah. Like I, that's the weird thing with grocery shopping because I know how to buy food. Like, you go and you take the food and you take it to the counter and you give them money yeah. and then you've bought food, right? Yeah. But I don't know how to grocery shop. Yeah. I don't know how to, like, get the specific foods that I'm going to eat and that are going to save me money yeah. and, like, that sort of thing. Like, I know how to look for deals and stuff, but I, not all that well. Yeah. So, uh, I mean. Uh, do you do any meal planning? I don't. No. And yeah. I, I mean, I wish I knew more about that. Yeah. But I don't, like, my ideal meal planning is just, like, every, anything I think of cooking has got something to do with chicken, and I feel like that doesn't save very well for, like, a seven-day meal plan. By the end of the week, you're eating, like, rotten chicken. Yeah. <laughs> just, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. No, for me, it's all pierogies. Oh. Go to Superstore, get a big bag of pierogies. Oh, yeah. Two kilos for, what, three bucks sometimes? What? Yeah, you can find them for three bucks. Sometimes, I gotta go. Sometimes. Sometimes, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's when they're a really good deal. And then you yeah. stock up. Nice. Mm. Yeah. No, it's, uh, yeah, I found the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Out. Yeah. You, you have a lot to figure out. And it's, it's kind of fun. It is, do yeah. You, do you enjoy the challenge of, I mean, obviously there are always people you can ask for help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can always call home. I'm sure your mom would be delighted to hear from you. Oh, yeah. All the time. You, you have friends. You know, you have, you have other mentors. I'm mm -hmm. sure people that you know that you can say, hey, how do I do whatever? Right? Yeah, exactly. You have Google, too. <laughs> Google's a wonderful tool. Yeah. <laughs> how have you found the challenge of doing something that you know nothing or very little about? Um... You know what? Not really. Um, yeah, there's not a whole lot. Because I, I paid a lot of attention as I was... Because I was older when I when I moved out, when mm -hmm. still in my parents' house. So they'd have me do a lot of things. And I would... If I didn't know how to something, I would make an effort trying to figure it out. And then I would learn it that way. <clears throat> um, and I just kind of gathered up all that sort of knowledge beforehand. Uh, so there's not a whole lot of things around the house that I just don't know how to do. Yeah. There are a lot of things, however, that I don't like to do and will avoid doing almost at all costs. Yeah. Like, I have laundry in my room that I haven't done in probably probably a month. Really? Yeah. And I'm running out of clothes. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Yeah. I honestly need to do that probably I'm when I get home. But... You have that many clothes. So, so it's kind of been a challenge of figuring it out and starting to do the kind of sucky. Yeah. It's, it's been a challenge, like finding the motivation. Um, cause like a lot of the times when I do that sort of thing at home, my parents were like asking me to do it. Mm -hmm. And so we're like, Oh yeah, I should probably do that. And it would like keep reminding me about it sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but now nobody's like reminding me, asking me to do it or anything like yeah. that. I just have to, you know, go up and do it. And just, um, I like my free time, you know, mm -hmm. get home from work. You're like, oh man, I'm tired. I don't want really to do a load of laundry. Like doing this or, yeah. You know, making a meal. Yeah. That's a big or one. Vacuuming. Or vacuuming. Or sweeping. You don't like vacuuming? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, we don't have a lot of uh, vacuumable floors, anyways. That's true. You guys don't have much carpet. Yeah, we don't have a lot of carpet. I think my room's the actual, actually the only carpeted room. 
Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, no, I don't, I don't particularly like vacuuming because that was like, that was like my job back at my house and I do the whole house and we had a lot of carpet and it's like, it was kind of annoying sometimes. Yeah. So I've kind of, kind of got to, (laughs) yeah, kind of trying to push those out. If I can avoid it, I will. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. Yeah. So now that you're, you're moved out, you're, uh, you mentioned you're working for your brother. Mm-hmm. Um, and and what, what's that been like? How has it been working for a sibling? Um, I've actually worked for two siblings. Uh, I worked for the same sibling last year and then again uh, this year. Um, but I over the winter, for a few weeks, I worked for my other brother in Calgary mm-hmm. uh, doing drywalling. And uh, it's kind of been different situations. Um, different, well, obviously different kinds of, of work. Uh, when I worked for my brother doing drywalling, um, that was uh, a lot like just working with a friend because uh, he's my closest brother. Uh, he's okay. the one that moved out when I was six and yeah. he's um, been consistent in like keeping up and like visiting a lot. And uh, he, he, he's kind of the only sibling that I have that's always felt like a sibling. Mm-hmm. Um, just like a lot older, mm-hmm. um, so that that was that was a good experience for the in that regard. I didn't really like the work, and that's why I didn't stay there. But um, working for my brother now, it's kind of interesting because we didn't always have a very good relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I probably didn't even meet him until I was about until I was probably about seven. Uh, that's that's probably a lie. I, I I just don't have a lot of yeah. childhood memories about him. But yeah. um, when we st- when I started working for him, it was um, it, it was made clear. He was like, "Look, I I get that you're my brother, and like I want to do that, but I don't like nepotism. So if you do a bad job, I'm going to fire you." Sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Yeah, of course." Yeah. And. Uh, Turns out I'm really good at the work, and he's like, "You're really good at the work, so <laughs> I'm gonna keep you on, and I'm gonna pay you more, and and, yeah. uh, and and that sort of thing." And um, I don't know. It's kind of interesting because I have a hard time trusting my boss's opinion because yeah. a lot of other past work experiences, I've uh, you know you you make mistakes at work, and I always I always take those really hard. I'm like, "Oh man, I screwed up so bad." And a lot of time, um, my boss doesn't think it is all that much, but I've also gotten in trouble for that sort of thing. Um, so it's kind of weird bringing that family aspect into work where you're like, oh, I don't want to disappoint my boss, but I also don't want to disappoint my brother who is my boss sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and so it it makes it interesting when you're getting together for like family events and then you're also talking about work, like, oh, Hey, I got to go to this person's place yeah. and do this. And he's like, Oh, okay. I'll, I'll work that out in the schedule. Um, could you pass the potatoes? <laughs> right? yeah. Like it's kind of interesting, but, um, it's, it's been a pretty good experience overall, honestly. Um, he's a good guy to work for, um, good sense of humor and that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I like it. That would be a pretty interesting mm-hmm. experience. Cause I mean, it can either be really, really great and <laughs> it can build your family relationship. Yeah. You know, oh, I'm so glad I get to see my family all the time. Or it can go the complete opposite direction. Yeah. And it can be, oh man, I hate him. Yeah. He ruined everything. He did this, <laughs> he did that. And I just can never speak.
speak of again, and then yeah. family dinners are awkward. Yeah, it's yeah. it's really it's really um, difficult to try and separate that that work mm-hmm. feel and that that home feel sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of interesting. Have you have you had any other uh, interesting experiences with with relationships in your life that have taught you something, or that have been really good for your growth, or or just you know funny experiences? Um, with relationships, I mean, not really. I mean, friendships. Oh, friendships. Oh, yeah, anything. I guess. Sure. Okay. Um, no, not, I mean, not really. I mean, uh, I don't know. The only one that comes to mind right now is my, I started dating a girl, uh, from Okotoks like a few weeks ago. Her name is Mercedes. Do you know Mercedes? I know Mercedes. Yeah. Okay. thought you might. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we started dating a couple of weeks ago. And, uh, I don't know, she's just been super great, just like supportive and, and, uh, and helpful and like helping me through some, some issues that I've had to go through, but yeah, she's been really awesome. Um, other than that, I mean, actually, sorry, I should have, uh, I feel bad now. Mitchell was actually like my most trusted confidant. Yeah. Uh, before we, we moved in together. After we moved in together, it was interesting. We stopped kind of like hanging out or doing anything. But really? yeah, because it kind of kind of like we lived in the same house. We didn't have that same I don't know urgency for you lack of a better word. Put effort in. Yeah, exactly. And so I mean, oh, well, I'll see him tonight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Um, huh. So we kind of lost touch a little bit after after that. But uh, that's interesting. Yeah. That's interesting because you'd think. Yeah. I mean, we, we'd game a little bit and, yeah. like, talk about... I mean, I mean, we wouldn't really talk about anything. we just kind of, like, talk. Um, but, uh, yeah. I guess that goes to show that proximity and time doesn't always mean that you're going to be closer. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, I mean, I'm friends with my roommates, and I love my roommates. Right. But we're not best friends. Yeah. Right? Uh, even though I see them every day. Yeah, exactly every day <laughs> you know yeah and, uh, and we get along great that's interesting that's interesting that you that you say that um, yeah. and mitch is mitch is an awesome awesome dude. mitch is a really really good guy yeah super yeah. good guy and he's getting married next week i know by the time this episode comes out he will be married <laughs> yeah. uh congratulations to mitch and noel congratulations mitch and noel um but yeah okay so that's that, that, that's interesting. So your relationship um, with Mercedes, you were saying um, that she's been a good example to you and that she's helped you a lot yeah. um, in your own life. And, and then that Mitch has been like a confidant for you, somebody that you can talk to. And yeah. talk to. What, what is it about those two that make them good friends? Um, probably just the, the, that fact that I know that I can talk to them about anything. Um, and that they're not going to see me any differently or, or tell any other people about things that I don't want out sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of trust there and a lot of communication. Um, there's like, I have a lot of other friends that I, I know would probably not, uh, you know, do anything with the information that I tell them. Yeah. But like, I don't know. There's just that level of trust isn't, isn't there. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mitch was actually the first friend, like that really good kind of friend that I'd actually tell like heavy stuff to. And up until then, I just kind of like left it to myself, yeah. that sort of thing. 
so <clears throat> there's that but yeah no I'm the biggest thing is like I trust in, in communication yeah, yeah yeah that's pretty huge in a relationship yeah like like you were saying uh, with with having the difficulty of keeping in touch with people mm -hmm. and and continuing to build those relationships after people move away or leave you know for whatever reason and and to see them less um, it definitely helps to have the communication and the, the people around you that you can talk to yeah and that you that you see and that you know you can trust um, how do you how, how do you tell when you've made a good friend <laughs> I don't know you know it's kind of just like you have your friends and you hang out together a lot and you're, you're you know you're having fun that sort of thing and you um, start spending like more one-on-one -on -one time and then uh, I don't know it gets to the point where you're just like you, you like start letting them in a bit more and like giving them a bit more information your your past your history and then they they start like trusting you a bit more with that and it kind of builds from there sort of thing um, I don't know I guess it comes back to that trust and communication yeah. that you're talking about. Yeah. Um, and trusting them with communication. Yeah, exactly. Huh. Yeah. That's interesting. Have you, have you always been one to make friends easily, or has it kind of been a struggle for you, do you think? Um, I've been... I'm the kind of person that uh, makes fast friends, mm -hmm. but then like doesn't keep them sort of thing, you know? Like, okay. like I'll, I'll meet someone at like a party or whatever and we'll talk yeah. that whole night and maybe exchange it for inf information um, and then I won't talk to them again for until like the next party, right? Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, I find that I come across conversation with new people fairly easily now, especially after um, this new job, this job that I have yeah. going into like strangers' houses and explaining to them the, the system and like conversing and like talking about that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, like I, I strike up conversations easily, but uh, I don't really make close friends very often. Yeah. Um, I kind of like have my inner circle sort of thing and just like mm. keep them close. Yeah. And then I don't expand that very often, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. And and I have noticed um, in our in our conversations that we've had over the past few years. Yeah. That you know, it's like pick it right back up. You yeah. You're always a super friendly, super happy guy. Always yeah. very welcoming. Yeah. I, I think people really appreciate that about you and, and I sure hope so. <laughs> I, I, I don't think anybody looks at you and thinks any anything bad. Oh Jared, I hate that guy. I hate that guy. He's such a dumb he's, guy. Did you see how he smiled at me? <laughs> yeah. What a jerk. What's up with that? What's up with that? What's up with yeah. that showing his teeth at me? Showing what his the teeth heck? At me? What? Yeah. Yeah, no, I I, th I think people really do appreciate that, and uh, yeah, I've, yeah, I've never heard anyone say anything off well, color about you. Well, thank so you. Congratulations. Neat. On that. <laughs> um, but so yeah, you uh, in in school then uh, when you were growing up, you, mm. did you find it pretty easy to make friends then? Like you were you were just there and you got to have fun and you chatted with people and. No. Were you always like that, or did you have to work for that? No, I definitely had to work for it. Um, I remember, because I was, I was homeschooled from kindergarten until I first got into uh, into public school in grade two. Okay. 
and I remember um, going in. It was like a really new experience and like meeting all these new people, and I didn't really meet any of them really. I kind of just like knew their names, and then at recess, I remember I would go out and I would just kind of walk around the playground by myself and just like walk around and do nothing. Um, I did make two friends that I kept through like elementary school and then when I moved in town to a different school I kind of had to start that over again but I never had more than one or two friends for most of my schooling yeah um till about um when I moved I actually moved into this like non-denominational Christian school sort of thing and uh I don't know I don't know what the difference was or like what it might have been or anything like that but they were just really friendly all with each other and like and then they just like dragged me into the end of the friendship and we're just like this big old like 30 strong group of friends in a classroom and uh yeah i don't know it was it's kind of interesting yeah that's pretty cool so when when you were young and mm. walking around the playground on your own yeah did you feel sad about that or did you just kind of eh? No, I've never been all that much of a sad kid. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really get sad. I get angry at situations that I don't like a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, when when I was walking around, I just remember feeling bored. Honestly, is is the biggest thing. I'd feel bored, and that's why I didn't like school. Yeah, because it was really boring, um, especially like at recess and, and lunch and stuff. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I mean that was pretty much it. <laughs> yeah that's interesting yeah that is interesting and so so then you were at this non-denominational christian school yeah uh, where you found people were incredibly friendly was that mm-hmm. still in spruce grove that was still in spruce yeah. grove yeah and uh and did you kind of from there start finding it easier to make friends yeah it kind of opened me up a lot honestly yeah. um because i found myself um talking to more people at once when I was in like group settings. Um, and I mean, even then I'd still have like my, my really close friends in the, in the class yeah. and we'd hang out a lot. Um, but, but yeah, no, I'd, it, it, yeah, it would open me up a lot and then I would start talking to bigger groups of people and, yeah. um, be included in things. Um, and, uh, yeah, that was actually the first, first time ever where people from school, where like I would interact with them after school yeah. and at my house or at their house. Mm-hmm. Um, there were a couple times where they invited me to birthday parties or thing. That was the first time ever. Mm-hmm. It was in grade six and a grade seven, half of grade seven. Really? Yep. Yep. Wow. Yeah. And so I, I, I learned all of the social skills and then I moved out into Okotoks, kind of brought that with me. And I wasn't, there wasn't the same sort of situation where I was friends with everybody, but I'd still, like learned enough about being social where I could like meet a few more f- people yeah. and have it be easier to, to talk to them sort of thing. And I guess if not be friends with everyone, at least be friendly. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. That's, that's uh, pretty interesting how that came about. Cause yeah. I, I find most people who, are, who I talk to have this, Oh, I had no friends in school and I was all sad about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, honestly that was the biggest thing it was just, it was bored yeah that's interesting yeah i was never really sad about it that is interesting yeah and then 
So to this day, you're still not a very sad guy. I mean, I never see you moping around. No. Just got a <laughs> smile on your face whenever yeah. I see you. Yeah. And uh, that that's pretty pretty awesome. So so now um, we haven't done some of the some of these interviews end up being very linear. Yeah. This one's kind of been jumping all around, but with with good topics, which I Sweet. like. Sweet. Yeah. And and so. Now looking at coming back to the present, mm-hmm. you're you're working for your brother. Yep. And and you're I know you work pretty hard because uh, I've chatted with you a few times and you have expectations to be working more. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, you're you're not a lazy dude. I I wouldn't say. Okay. At least I wouldn't. You have, you have a decent enough work ethic. Yeah. That you can. <laughs> Show to your boss that you're not a lazy person. Exactly. I'm not a lazy worker. Exactly. I am I am a lazy person yeah. in that when I'm yeah. not working, I just do the bare minimum. Yeah. But when, when I have to do a job, I, I tend to, to put my all into it. Do it well. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. Well, that, I mean, that shows if, if your brother's telling you that you're doing a good, good job and, and that you're still there. Yeah, exactly. So, so what are your plans <clears throat> for the future then? Because you have... A lot of life ahead. I do. I, you, I mean, you've probably got at least another 60 years. I, I think so. I think at least. And the way science is going, who knows? Maybe another maybe another 100 years, you, honestly. You, seriously. You, yeah. You don't know. You don't, you don't know. know. I guess we'll have to stay tuned to find out. I guess. Uh, but in the meantime. In the meantime. What's your hope? What, what do you want out of life? Um, I want to i don't know i just you know just the basic like financially stable mm-hmm. uh good home life like uh, a good wife four kids and just like you know have the the freedom to like just take a week off and go and do a fun trip with my family sort of thing yeah um you know i just want that like you know freedom with yeah. with the with the things that i that i care most about right yeah yeah um yeah i'm curious do you when, when you look at your future, do you idealize it as, like, do you want to be rich, just like have gobs and gobs of, gobs of cash, or or is it really just that freedom? You just kind of want that opportunity to spend time with your family and um, do fun things. I mean, at the at the base of it, mm-hmm. I think that is where it all ends up being. Like, I, I want to just be able to. Um, spend time with my friends yeah exactly i would love to be just super rich that'd be amazing you know because then you just can do whatever right but uh i mean if i don't end up being rich i'm not going to be disappointed about it i'm not going to like take it out on my family like oh you held me back or whatever right um but yeah the, the more time that i get to spend with my family and the more freedom i get to have with them like that'll that'll be that'll be where my happiness comes from sort of thing do you yeah. have any, uh, any, any intentions career-wise or still trying to figure out where you want to go? Um, you know what? Ideally, <clears throat> uh, and I say ideally because it does require like a bit of capital to, to start up, but I would like to um, become like a property manager where I'm like buying a house, renting it out, uh, making sure that it's upkept or that it's, its upkeep is, is nice and, and good. What am I speaking? I don't know. English, right? <laughs> anyway... <laughs> Um, but but yeah, your, just like your fallback as an English professor. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, no, but just like buying properties and 
and renting them out and, mm -hmm. and collecting that cash flow sort of thing, right? Mm -hmm. um, that's what I would like to be doing. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, because it, it's kind of like um, there's never been a career that I've heard about or like a job that I've heard about where I'm like, oh, yes, I would love to do that for the really? rest of my life. Not once. Really? There's like been a few things where like, I guess it's like if I had to choose about something, I mean, that could be all right. Huh. But uh, yeah, no, that's the only thing because um, I like the feel of, I love fixing things. Mm -hmm. I love, love, love fixing things. Um, like if I, if I, like there's been a few times where I've had like a BB gun and just like it's jammed and like won't work. And I've just like took it apart and like found the piece that's broken or whatever and I fixed it and I put it back together and it worked fine. Love that feeling. It's amazing. I love like, like if stuff's broken around the house, I like figuring out how to, how to fix it, make it work sort of thing. So I feel like, um, in being a property manager, I can buy a house, look at all the things that need to be done. And if it's not too big a job, like I'd love to be able to just do that myself. And then it's kind of just like being a handyman mm -hmm. and then like getting money for it or, you know, not just for the work, but like for, uh, that's the biggest thing. I don't like, um, geez, what am I saying? <laughs> I, I like doing the things that I like, but I don't like doing the things that I like for work. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. once, once it's for work, it kind of like loses that luster a little bit. It takes the fun out of it. Out of it. So I feel like um, if I was just fixing up a house to make it livable, um, I, I'm not getting paid for doing that. It's just that I'm doing that so that I can make my job work, mm -hmm. you know? Um, it's, it's kind of like um, fixing up my car now so I can drive it to my job. That's, yeah. that's how I think about it sort of thing. Yeah. So I think that would be really good. And I think that there's a lot of freedom in that line of work. Cause you can do your thing uh, with the house, uh, get money for it, and then hopefully like, get more to buy another one and then have enough to, to be financially free that way. And then you can just spend your, your free time mm -hmm. with uh, doing whatever, right? Yeah. So that's, that's, awesome. that's what I'd like to do, yeah. I think, I think it's interesting that you say that there's nothing that's ever yeah. really caught your eye no. in, in that way. I mean, when I, when I was a little kid, I wanted to be a paleontologist because I love really? I love dinosaurs. Yeah. And uh, I was like, oh man, that would be so cool to just like go and dig up a dinosaur bone and, and take it home and put it on the wall sort of thing. Yeah. But then I found out that paleontologists hardly ever find anything yeah. most of the time. And then they're away from home all the time. Mm -hmm. And uh, when they're out on a dig or whatever, or whatever they're doing, I don't even really know. Yeah. But then they don't keep anything that they find either. So I was no. just like, you know what? That doesn't sound good at all. Yeah, you, well, maybe not. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you'd be better off being uh, an inventor, build a time machine, and yeah. see the dinosaurs. There we go. That's an idea. Uh, there's your career. <laughs> there's my career. We've made a major breakthrough. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, that's awesome, man. I, th yeah. I think it's cool that you, you know, that, that you're working hard and that you're... Um, that you're working hard on yourself as mm. well and and building good relationships and, and moving forward and and that you have that you know what you want yeah you know you want that freedom and you want your family and, yeah. and you want to be able to take care of the people that you love and I can tell that you're you're a guy who you know you work hard you, you do your thing and you help out you know 
you care about the, the people in your life that you surround yourself with. And I think that's awesome. So well, thank you. Thank you for uh, being on my wax museum. Yeah, great. I love it.